to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. in third and final hour of the program here on Wednesday morning. And uh, let's, uh, well, let me give you the numbers again, 508-996-0500. I'm going to ask you a question about retail shopping in just a moment. But before that, let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Um, I just, I heard you, oh, shoot. I heard you talking about uh, Edaville Railroad. Yes. Um, I just went there um, the Sunday before Thanksgiving with my uh, two grandchildren and my my son and daughter-in-law, and it is 110% change from the year before. It was fabulous. So when you say change, so like what? I recommend what? people take the money and spend it because it was it was good from beginning to end. When you say change, the rides what, what? are all fabulous. Sorry, I was gonna. I was just gonna ask. Um, you know, I know Alpine Village opened up, but what else did you notice as some of the differences? Um, the differences were it, it's. Um, it was pretty well organized compared to last year. Last year, a lot of the rides weren't open up. There were lines everywhere. If anything, it was. Um, it reminded me of Lincoln Park back in the day because there were lines at all the rides. It was the rides are made so that the adults can go on with their children. Um, there was a height limit. Um, on all the rides, but um, it was really organized. I, I've been going every year since they've been open, and last year was a nightmare. Um, it is a little pricey. The thing with Santa Claus on the train is fabulous. He sits with each child and holds them and talks to them, and, um, you know, it was, to me, it was well worth the money. And, you know, I think part of what might have happened last year, if there was some disorganization, it was the new operations people's first year running things. So there was probably some kinks that had to get worked out. And they definitely, I I was talking to them before the season. I was over there visiting and uh, working on a story. And I know that they definitely put a lot of effort this year into trying to figure out, like, logistically, what can we do better? So they they put a hard focus on that. Alpine Village is really great. They have, have like, like they have this roller coaster that is for, for young children, not too young, you know, say four or five years old, and their parents. And you would think that it would be, you know, a little slow poke, little train going, but it's really, really fast. And the kids, I mean, I had a, a ball on it with my grandson. So to be able to go on the rides, you know, they're so young that they're experiencing this for the first time. I mean, he's four years old and he couldn't get enough of it. And, and it's so also... It's, it's, it's geared towards adults as well as the children, I think, this year. Really good. Yeah. Really good. Well, thank you for calling in so, and for sharing. It's a little pricey, but well worth it. All right. Well, you have a great day. Thank right, you so you much. Have a great day. Also, and and I think that that's part of it is you know obviously you know things are going to cost more, and if they're going to try to have more staff on hand and more you know they're trying to have the steam trains all the time, you know that that's going to there's going to be a premium placed on some of that. 
You know, it's not easy to get people. If you have a diesel train, there's a lot more people around that can operate a diesel train because that's what we're using around here. So if you're trying to hire somebody, an engineer to come and run the train, you can probably get an old colony railroad person to come and, you know, work on their weekends or whatever as a second job for the holidays. But it's hard to get the people who are able to run a steam train. And I was talking with Brian and Hannah about that when I was over there. And they said, yeah, that's part of it. And I said, are you going to train somebody if the right person came along? And they said, you know, we don't even know that we'd have the time to get somebody trained. So it's hard to find the people that can do that, but they want to give you that authentic Edaville experience. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Yes, good morning. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, uh, Tim, about six weeks ago, I called you up and I asked you about, you know, I hadn't had a roast beef sandwich in a long time. And you told me that the best place to go was the Mattapoisa Diner. Mm -hmm. And last week we went, oh, my God, what a beautiful sandwich. Yeah. He, it was he, uh, thirteen ninety five, and it, it came with French fries. And, you know, the, the, the bun was almost uh, five inches across, but I couldn't eat the whole thing. Wow. So I asked the girl, I, I, I cut it in half. I ate half, and I ate half of the French fries, and I, I brought the rest home. And I want to thank you for the sandwich I've had in years. It was really beautiful. Well, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that we could uh, help you out with that. Did you have the uh, yeah, the barbecue you did help sauce? Me out, and I was so uh, so happy that, that 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 I finally got to to get something. So uh, my brother-in-law lives in Rhode Island. He comes down. We're going to go uh, again before the sometime in December again. We enjoyed it so much. Did you have the barbecue sauce with it, the special barbecue sauce? No, no, I didn't. Have, I don't like uh, any barbecue sauce. Okay. Only on spare ribs, but I, I don't like. Uh, I don't. I don't what, like that. What do you put on your roast beef? Well, it, it, it was our. It was made all together, and it had mayonnaise, the roast beef. It had a lettuce, tomato, and a big, big slice of cheese, and it was all melted. Sounds and like a then good sandwich. The, yeah. the French fries were very good. They were they were very very good. Uh, that 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 diner is uh, beautiful. And the, the time before that we went, they didn't have any roast beef. I had what they call uh, uh, a a BLT breakfast. You oh. ever heard of that, Tim? Well, I mean, I know people that have BLTs for breakfast. What well, what was that all? What was that comprised of? In other words, that ha that had uh, eggs. Uh, home fries, and it had everything you would have uh, on a BLT sandwich with. It had bacon, lettuce. I, did, I, did, I ate everything but the lettuce, and it was so good. And my brother-in-law had the same thing, and he enjoyed it too. But uh, we had to have that because they, they hadn't, uh, the girl told me they hadn't ordered the roast beef yet. You know, they have that in succession. You know, they changed their menu. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so uh I, I wanted to call and let you know that uh, you're, you're you're a top guy telling me uh, where to go, and I, I want you to know I really enjoyed it. Well, I'm so glad that you did. Thank you so much for sharing, too. Yes. Thank you, Tim. All right. Bye-bye. You have a good day. And, uh, yeah, that's something, you know, we talked about quite a bit. If you remember my, if you ever listened to my 9 o'clock show, we talked quite a bit about the lack of roast beef sandwiches in the area. Like good quality, like in the North Shore, they have roast beef places everywhere and they all fight about who has the best. And they have what they call a North Shore beef, which is the very thin sliced, almost crumbly. That's how thin it's sliced. Uh, roast beef. 
which they put on a toasted, you know, it's toasted onion roll is usually the preferred way. And then cheese, American cheese has to go on the bottom of the sandwich, not on the top, goes in the bottom of the sandwich. And then you have mayonnaise and then you have a specific barbecue sauce called James River barbecue sauce. And that's what you call a three-way North, North Shore beef sandwich. And it's so hard to get one of those down here. And we talked about callers were calling in telling me about the roast beef places that used to be around that just aren't around anymore. And the, um, the lamenting of a place like even, even Murmax, which was like what in Stoughton, Stoughton Brockton area, like people would make the pilgrimage up there to get a sandwich, let alone driving further north. But the two places where you can get that, that I know of, that you can get a, a North Shore style beef is, Brian will do them over at the Mattapoisa Diner from time to time. You just got to check with him to, to find out if he has them. And then uh, Pizza Boy in Wareham on the Cranberry Highway. They have it all the time. And you can actually go in and order it and you can say, hey, I'll take a, you know, a super beef three-way and they know exactly what to do. In fact, uh, every time I go to get a haircut, because I always have to make my haircut like in the middle of the day to get an appointment, I'll go get my haircut and then I'll go over there and grab one for lunch. And it's it's probably as close as you, the, those two places are as close as you're going to get to some of the North Shore places. And I just don't know why somebody doesn't open up a nice roast beef shop and do it right. But then again, I say the same thing about why can't we have a nice Jewish deli? And we will have one in Pawtucket starting on, uh, it's either Sunday or Monday. Maddie wrote a story about it. Uh, but Maven's Delicatessen is finally ready to open. And they were supposed to open in May, but, you know, things got backed up. And then they were having, um, you know, uh, a lot of um, interviews to, to bring in staff. I saw a lot of posts from them where they're looking for, you know, just the right people for what Jason Sugarman's vision is for that restaurant. But you should be able to go there as soon as, I think it's Sunday, but I'll have to double... I th- it was supposed to have opened already, but they had to push it back just a few more days. But they're not kosher. So if that makes a difference to you, it's not going to be a kosher place. But they are going to have traditional Jewish deli type food, including making their own rye bread and making their own carrot cake and making a number of things. So uh, I'm excited to get down there and try it out. Hopefully you will... Uh, Go there and, and try something you've never had before and see if you like it. So as I'm talking about things from the old days, we used to have those roast beef places all around. Well, one of the other things we had in the old days, Barry wrote an article about this morning at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app regarding the days when you could not legally shop in Massachusetts. That because of the blue laws, Stores had to remain closed. And he brings up a very interesting point at the end of the article. And I want you to go check out the article and, uh, and read about it. Read about uh, some of the history of the blue laws, why they were repealed. And the fact that even when they were still on the books, there were stores that would open up in defiance of them and just pay whatever the fine was. It's kind of like that person that says, you know what? I know I'm going to get a $15 parking ticket for parking here, but there's nowhere else to park. 
and I'd rather get a $15 parking ticket than have to walk four miles. So I'll just eat the 15 bucks. They were doing the same thing, except um, according to this article, it was up to $5,000 for a Sunday. And Barry even writes, he recalls shopping at Zare and the Dartmouth Mall in defiance of the law. Rule breaker. Uh, but he kind of posits at the end of it that while he thought that it was good that they repealed these blue laws and that they would open stores up on Sundays as it was happening, that kind of looking down, looking back at it, he says he prefers when stores were closed one day a week. Because some of his best childhood memories are of those family gatherings on Sunday afternoons. Well, I mean, I can tell you, I had the best of both worlds. We would go shopping on a Sunday and then still have our family get together afterward. But we went shopping a lot. There was, you know, five kids in my family and somebody always needed something. So it was actually rare if there was a night that we didn't go somewhere. Like, as kids, we'd be like, are we going anywhere tonight? My parents would say, no, we're staying in. And be like, aww. Because we were just so used to having to go somewhere. But what do you think? Would you, do, you, do you agree with Barry? Do you prefer the days when the stores had to be closed? Do you wish? Because I've noticed some of the commentary on social media under the story. Some people are saying, I wish those blue laws were still in effect. And if you would ask me, I would say nobody must have been in support of those. Everybody must have been excited to get rid of them. But there are people who feel like there should be a day where stores are closed. I don't know. that. See, inevitably, I can never plan ahead. Inevitably, I need to go to a store on the day that it's closed. It's always like like on Thanksgiving. Oh, I got to go get... Oh, right. It's Thanksgiving. I can't go. I played it way too loose with one of my medications and I ran out the night before Thanksgiving and I put in on my pharmacy app to go get it. And I was like, all right, I'll just pick it up tomorrow when I leave that. And then I was like, oh, no, I can't. It's Thanksgiving. I guess I'll have to miss a day because I'm terrible at planning. But maybe, maybe you don't need that convenience. Maybe you would rather see a day where it's closed and the temptation isn't there to go and shop. 508-996-0500. Perhaps also you think that it's better for the employees. I know a lot of people thought that it would be better for creating jobs, for generating additional revenue, which would lead to additional income. But maybe now you look at it and you say, ah, were people really being forced to work Sundays because other people don't want to do it? When I was a cook and I worked in the diner, everybody that worked in the kitchen had to work Sundays. All the dishwashers, most of the cooks, Sunday was the biggest day of the week. You had to work Sunday. You didn't get the option of saying no or else you couldn't work there. And it turned into a whole thing for a lot of people. And we didn't get paid extra. We didn't get paid time and a half for a Sunday because it's a restaurant business. They didn't have to. So it's, uh, it's a question that I think a lot of people do go back and forth with in their mind. Would it be better if you had that forced day off for retail?
508-996-0500. Going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. In 508-996-0500. We got some app chat messages on the WBSM app talking about the blue laws. RJ in New Bedford says, don't underestimate the fact that we still have Puritans around here. They just go by a different name called evangelicals. And I mean, blue laws are just a weird thing anyway to think about. Like you couldn't have, you know, you couldn't go out and buy a beer at a liquor store before the football game. I mean, there was a lot of weird things. And, um, of course, anybody that knows me knows my affinity for South Shore Bar Pizza, and we would go to Linwood on Sundays sometimes, um, visiting my grandparents in Randolph. We would sometimes have dinner there first, and uh, they had this, they still have it, this bowling arcade game where you take the little metal puck and you shuffle it down the thing and it knocks the pins down, and uh, it was always turned off on Sundays. And we would say, oh, we can never, it's never on when we come here. Oh, Blue Laws, we can't turn it on. I don't know if that was true or if it was just that they didn't pay for the Sunday entertainment license because it's in a lot of towns there's the weekday, then there's the weekend one. But um, that's just what I remember as Blue Laws as a kid is that they, that's what they would claim. They couldn't turn it on. Uh, also, Mully in Fairhaven says, I recently had the pleasure of experiencing Supreme Roast Beef in Danvers for the classic three-way with a great line here. Outstanding like a farmer in the field. So uh, I like that. But yeah, a, a classic three-way is the way to go. You have your American cheese on the bottom, mayonnaise, and that special James River barbecue sauce. It doesn't work if it's another barbecue sauce. It just doesn't. There's nothing else like James River. And if you want to make them at home, you can actually order a gallon of it on Amazon and have it delivered to your home. There are smaller bottles that are available in some stores, but none of the stores around here carry it. And so if you ever do see James River barbecue sauce on a store shelf on the South Coast somewhere, let me know. Because I'm sure I could grab a couple of those and not only keep them at my own house, but give them out as gifts and introduce people to the classic three-way. All right, right now, it is time to go into the newsroom and get all the big headlines of the day from Ariel Dorsey. Twelve more hostages have been released by Hamas as part of an extended ceasefire deal with Israel. Yesterday's swap came after a temporary pause in fighting was extended an additional two days. In exchange, 30 additional Palestinian detainees were released from Israeli prisons. At least one death is reported after a U.S. military Osprey aircraft with six people on board crashed into the sea off the coast of western Japan. Witnesses say the aircraft's left engine appeared to be on fire as it went down today. The University of California, Berkeley, is facing a lawsuit accusing the school of failing to stop the spread of anti anti-Semitism on campus. The suit filed in federal court Tuesday claims on-campus displays of hatred, harassment, and physical violence against Jews have erupted since the Palestinian militant group Hamas attacked Israel on October 7th. 
Pope Francis is pulling out of his planned trip to the COP28 climate meeting in Dubai. The Vatican said the Pope is continuing to deal with the effects of the flu as he recovers from it, along with lung inflammation. The 86-year-old Pope was due to travel to the Middle East for three days this weekend. Life expectancy in the U.S. rose slightly in 2022 after two years of decline brought on mainly by COVID-19. CDC data out Wednesday shows that life expectancy at birth in 2002 was 77.5 years, up 1.1 years from 2021. Popular Science will no longer be offered as a magazine. The 151-year-old publication printed its last physical copy in 2018, but a digital version has been available since then. Now, owner Recurrent Venture is ending that. Articles covering science, technology, and nature will still be available on the PopSci website. National Park Service officials say the lighting of the National Christmas tree will go on tomorrow. The tree fell over yesterday afternoon after strong winds blew through President's Park near the White House. The tree was pulled upright and a cable was replaced. In sports, a three-time Stanley Cup champion is joining the Red Wings. ESPN reports Patrick Kane signed a one-year deal worth just under $3 million yesterday. The winger spent the first 16 years of his career with the Blackhawks, where he won three titles. Tomorrow night, Boston will face off against the Sharks at TD Garden. The Celtics have moved on in the NBA in-season tournament following a 124-97 win over the Bulls. Jalen Brown led all scorers with 30 points and 8 rebounds, while Jason Tatum scored 21 of his own. Al Horford was one rebound shy of recording a double-double after scoring 16 points. The Celtics will face the Pacers in the quarterfinals. And this week, the team will host the 76ers in regular season action on Friday. And the Patriots re-signed Will Greer yesterday after he cleared waivers. He was released from the roster last week to make room for offensive tackle Connor McDermott. This Sunday, the Patriots will host the Chargers. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Bundle up this morning. That is the recommendation. It's cold outside. Temperatures feeling like in the mid to upper teens for most. The actual value is around 30. And for this afternoon, mostly sunny upper 30s. It'll continue to feel like in that 20 degree range for tonight. Some clouds develop mid 20s. Tomorrow, beautiful sunny day in the upper 40s. Quite seasonable. Be sure to watch ABC 6 for my full seven day forecast from the ABC 6 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's new. Talk Station 1420 WBSM. And I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. back in 508-996-0500. I just want to correct something that I said this morning that was incorrect, which this is the way that it had always been. So I don't know why I thought it had changed. Maybe it's because of the way that the ticketing had changed. If you are planning on going to see Fairhaven in the Super Bowl tomorrow against Salem, which is at 3 p.m. at Gillette Stadium, if you were planning on going, as I mentioned before, tickets have to be purchased through Ticketmaster. There won't be tickets sold at the door. So you have to purchase them through Ticketmaster. They're $20 a piece for a general public, $15 for students and seniors, plus the Ticketmaster fees. But as I had mentioned before, 
And also, by the way, they're general admission. So there's no assigned seat. There's no, you're not buying a specific seat. You're just buying entrance in and then you find a seat when you get there. Um, but I had mentioned that they were going to clear out between each game. So you were buying a ticket for that one game. Uh, apparently, I was mistaken about that. When you buy the ticket, you get to see all three games. So you can see at 3 o'clock, Fairhaven and Salem. At 5.30, King Philip versus Marshfield. And at 8 p.m., Walpole versus Milton. What does that mean? It means that if you want to make sure that you see the game, you're going to want to get your tickets ahead of time. Get them now so you can get in because you are going to have people that are coming for those later games that are going to want to buy tickets and and will stay there through the Fairhaven game at the beginning because they just want to get in there and, and be there and, uh, you know, go get their food and all that kind of stuff beforehand. So um, definitely make sure you're going to jump on that and get your tickets today. Don't wait till the last minute tomorrow to get them, but you can get them from Ticketmaster. Just type in MIAA. It'll take you to the MIAA football games, and you want to buy tomorrow's uh, game. So 3 p.m., Fairhaven versus Salem at Gillette Stadium. Should be a really good game. Should be a really fun time for all of the Fairhaven students. Uh, we were talking before about the stores and whether or not the stores are better off closed on Sundays. You know, Barry kind of laments in his article that maybe things were a little bit better under the blue laws because at least you had that one day that was not about shopping and was about family. I think you can do both. But uh, in that article, if you go down to the bottom, there's a gallery of some of the stores, 50 beloved retail chains that no longer exist. Now, some of them may not exist and may not have ever been in our area. But the first one right off the bat, I think, is familiar to a lot of people. Ames. Uh, Anchor Blue, I've never heard of an Anchor Blue. Most of them were out in California by the time they closed. Buy Low Grocery and Supermarket, not familiar with that. Of course, Blockbuster Video. Let's see. Borders, Borders Books. Yeah, I mean, I miss Borders. When that one opened in Wareham, it was such a great bookstore to have. Uh, but now, no more. Builders Square, Century 21. I mean, I remember them as a realtor. They're still around, but I didn't know them as a department store. Uh, Circuit City, of course. Comp USA. I believe Circuit City and Comp USA were both in the same plaza in Dartmouth, right? Both in the Dartmouth Town Center. Uh, Crazy Eddie, of course, whose commercials have become legendary, even if he didn't live in the New York area. Crown Books, Delia's, Dominic's, Dress Barn, Eckerd's, Family Video, Frank's Nursery and Craftsy. A lot of these I don't remember. Friedman's, Golfsmith. I think I remember Golfsmith's being around. Uh, Gottschalk's. Gee, why'd they close? Probably because nobody could pronounce your name. Hollywood Video, Hudson's, Just for Feet, Kaufman's. KB Toys, we had those. Kids Are Us, of course. Linens and Things, we had those. Marshall Fields, Merry Go Round, Mervyn's, Modell Sporting Goods. We had some Modells around. Got to get to Moe's. Noodle Canoodle, Payless Shoe Source. I think every town had a Payless at one point. Pier 1 Imports, we all know that there was one of those in Dartmouth. Sam Goody, Sharper Image, Sports Authority, Sports Chalet, Stephen Barry's, which, you know, Kingston had one of those, I remember. I think, wasn't there one in, in the Dartmouth Mall for a while, too? The Limited, Tom McCann, Tower Records, Tweeter for times like these, Virgin Megastores, Walden Books, 
Warner Brothers Studio Store, Western Auto, Wicker's Furniture, Woolworths, Zany Brainy. I think maybe a third of those I'd actually heard of. Oh, 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Hey, how you doing, Tim? Good, how are you? Good, man. Great show, like always. Thank um, you. This is uh, Craig, Craig Tzanski. So, hey, I just have a question for you. Do you know if the mayor is going to be on today? Because I want to personally invite him to the protest on Monday we're having. Uh, I'm not sure. Day. I know Chris had said there was a day that the mayor couldn't make it in, but I'm not sure if it was this week or not. So I'm not okay, totally yeah. sure. But Chris will be here soon, and I'll ask him when he comes in. Um, and yeah, we'll get it out as quick as we can. All right. No, perfect. I appreciate it. And like I said, great show, like always, man. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. Bye-bye. And uh, let's go to this line. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Oh, yeah. You know, when you, all those companies you were naming, are they all out of business or are they just used to have a... Well, so, so they all went out of business. They all went defunct. But some of them have made a comeback. Some of them have come back in different forms. Some of them as boutique stores. Some of them as online entities. So there, there are some that have... Like, uh, there was one remaining Blockbuster video... Um, I don't remember if it closed or not. And then uh, some of these other places have kind of opened up the, like, online things. I think Delia's came back. So some of these places did have a return. You know, it's funny. I was I used to have this job that drove me all over the West. And, like, out in Utah, you had towns that were, like, 70 miles from nowhere. And uh, a company like Blockbuster in that town was fucking indispensable. So... <laughs> Even if you were playing BCRs, you know, they still, she had to drive 70 miles to get to the next choice. And uh, so it was, yeah. Hey, uh, don't forget kitten wholesalers. Uh, they used to sell them by the handful, right? That oh, was, I've uh, never heard of that. Big one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get them. Shoot, we had uh, four litters at once. once. Um, the, uh, I, was, I was interested in your blue law issue. And um, are you old enough to have lived through uh, blue laws? So there were still some that were, I don't know if they were like still blue laws or if places just observed them. So like I remember not being able to buy liquor on a Sunday, but I don't know if that was because the store followed it or if there was still a blue law in place against it. I think it was. I think we voted to have that lifted not that long ago. It it changed right when uh, Richard Nixon was, uh, trying to decide whether or not 18-year-olds could vote because 18-year-olds were going to Vietnam and uh, and they were not able to vote that war down. They couldn't, <laughs> when they got back, if they came back alive, they'd be 21 and able to vote. And uh, so the blue laws started to fall apart right around that time. You know, okay, kid, you're just turning 18, adios. Um and, uh, you know, America was losing hundreds a day over there. It was horrible. And uh, so the blue laws changed right around that time. And uh, the one thing that you got to remember about it is when these phonies uh, claim to be Christians and that America is a Christian nation, that's totally a lie. Because the Bill of Rights were designed to fight against the Inquisition. You know, the Inquisition was there to say that you did not have the right to a lawyer. You did not have the right to a trial. You did not have the right to a public trial. The judge was wearing a mask. You didn't even know, you had no right to an attorney. 
And, you know, so you go into the Inquisition uh, and they might dunk you uh, to see if you if you lived, you were a witch. If you died, you were innocent. Um, so the, the Bill of Rights was designed to keep against these phonies. And the the if you want to put it in a protective another protective mode, it's whether or not tax dollars can be spent on superstition. Do there have to be receipts? You know, can uh, if you're going to spend tax dollars, there got to be some provable receipts instead of just some phony numbers that say that they get to chase witches forever. And uh, so, yeah, that that's just the issue I was going to raise with the blue laws. All right. Well, thank you for the call. You sure. have a good day. And, uh, I mean, I know from Barry's article, it says that the Sunday shopping was permitted uh, beginning in 1983. So, at the time, he actually put the date. Let me look up the exact date. March 27th, 1983. So, I was five years old when that happened. So, I probably don't have a lot of recollection of not being able to shop on a Sunday. Like I said, you know, it was always part of our Sunday deal. If we weren't at a flea market either shopping at the flea market or working the flea market, we were usually hitting stores on a Sunday. So I have lots of memories of going to stores on Sundays, but I do remember there being other things that were still restricted. I don't know how much of that might've been towns didn't remove blue laws or businesses just didn't open on a Sunday because they were so used to not doing it for so long. You know, some restaurants, the owner has to work all the time. And so they, they close for a Monday or a Tuesday so that they can at least get one day off. But that's, you know, that's their choice. That's not a law that's forcing them to do it. And I think that makes a big difference. Uh, 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast. From the WBSM Standard had... Marine True Value Newsroom. This is WBS. We didn't uh, skip that there in the playlist. Jim. The Patriots brought back Will Greer. Does that mean that he's going to get a chance to start? Because I don't think Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi are the right answer here either. But we'll see what happens on Sunday when the New England Patriots host the L.A. Chargers. We will have the pregame for you here on WBSM beginning at 10 a.m. And kickoff is at 1 p.m. As always, all of the Patriots actions here, Patriots action here on WBSM is brought to you by Shooting Supply, Primacare, and D&J Enterprises. And I've seen a lot of discussion online, a lot of people saying, stop trying to win games, Patriots. Like at this point, you're better off just losing the rest of the way, getting a top draft pick, getting the quarterback of the future. But even that's a crapshoot. I mean, there's no guarantee. I was looking through an online gallery uh, on some story that I was reading. I've been uh, on ESPN and some of these sports and kind of pseudo sports sites over the last couple of days reading a lot of the uh, CM Punk WWE stuff. 
And one of the stories I was reading led me to a gallery of every NFL team's worst quarterback. And it's amazing when you look at it, how many of them, especially in the 2000s, and I'm talking as, as recently as, you know, just a few years ago, how many of them were high draft picks that not just didn't reach greatness, just totally flamed out. Like Ryan Leaf used to be the cautionary tale, the guy who was picked behind Peyton Manning. But um, there's been a lot more Ryan Leafs than there have been Tom Brady's. I mean, obviously, there's only one Tom Brady, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, let me see here. I got to take another. We got a quick couple minutes here to take a call. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning. I might be the only one, but I, I think life was just better when everything was closed on Sunday. People either went to church if they did, or at least had time to. People spent more time with their families. The holidays seemed more relaxed and enjoyable. I just don't like people going to work on Sundays, especially me. And I would assume people, you know, planned better for it because they got used to the idea. So they wouldn't be like me where they're like, oh, I I need something on a Sunday. I wish the store was open. They knew about it. They planned better. Right. When it wasn't an option, people figured it out. And it just seemed like the whole pace of everything, there was a stop. It's the weekend. Get all your stuff done on Saturday. Have Sunday to regroup, relax, and then start again. Now there's no, I mean, yes, medical people, first responders. I mean, certain people have always had to. But just random everyday stuff, no, it can be worked out. Would, would you seven want it to be days, like across, seven days a week. would you want it to be across the board or would like convenience stores be okay? Like w- would there be some Nothing. pharmacies maybe? Nothing. To me, it would be more convenient if absolutely everything came to a screeching halt on Sunday. I'm serious. I've always thought that it just kind of screwed up family life. And one or two of the parents are working and the kids are home from school. It it just never made sense to me. I did work in the medical field all the time I was raising my kids. And I was able to work it out that instead of every other weekend, I worked every Saturday and had Sundays off. And I said, you know what? There has to be a day. It has to, and sometimes I got Saturdays off too if I could finagle it. But um, it just made it more like when our parents grew up. It just um, a lot of people are like itching for nostalgia now, and I really think that kind of was the center um, of it all. Yeah, I think. Me. I think. But anyway, I say a lot of people that mm-hmm. have to work Sundays are probably going to agree with you on that. You know, because they're right. giving up and, that and family time. People, they might make more money, but it doesn't balance out. And I know you like sandwiches, but I wanted to um, hook you up with the. I didn't know if you had ever tried freeze-dried candy. I, I was looking at that from the, the message you sent over. That looks amazing. It is. I got to test them out, matter of fact, last Sunday. And they're launching um, the Seaside Candy Shop. They're launching before Christmas. They were hoping to do it, working on it for a few months. But I had never tried that. It is so cool. Yeah, I want to have to check some of that out. And that's yeah. local. That's local. That's that's here locally. Oh, uh, they they live in um, the, in Plymouth. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah, my nephew and his uh, wife live in Plymouth, and um, they've they've opened businesses before and done very well. So they already have a customer base, but nothing related to candy or food or anything like that. So it, it's going to be interesting. It always seemed like a fun <laughs> business to get into. Yeah. All right. Have a good day. You Sam, as well. I know you're running out of time. But- Take it easy. Okay, thanks. I do have to uh, take a final break here. We'll be right back. Um, 